What's good, y'all? It's Tati. Welcome back to Worldviews Podcast. Today we're doing reactions and like pretty much commentary on things I've been wanting to watch, but I kind of just want to kick it with you guys on the Sunday, manifest, watch some videos where we like envision the future, and let's get into it. So the first thing on the on the agenda is reviewing Metro Boom and Spider-Man across the universe or the Spider-Verse soundtrack. The 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 movie itself was pretty good. I want to go watch it in 4DX, but to be continued on that one, let's just get into this Apple Music. Energy. I'm Ebro, that's low, that's Eddie filling in, uh, sitting in uh, from Nadeska, who's on vacay. Big music dropped this week. What'd you have time for, Eddie? I know you're a super comic book nerd, so did you get into the Spider-Verse Metro Boomin' soundtrack? Oh, oh did, did, hold up, did, did y'all, did y'all happen, wait, did, did we bring up, did we, hold on, did we, did we bring up, do we hold on? Are we? I'm not a comic person about, like that. Though. Are we talking yeah. about Sp- Spider Verse? Wait. Yo, your man. The yeah, movie's yeah, worth it. Yeah. Absolutely, I listen to it. Absolutely. And if you haven't seen the movie, make sure you go watch. Uh, I don't even know what it was called. Into the Spider Verse Two or whatever it's whatever called. Whatever it is. Multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Sony talked to us before the movie came out, and they were talking about everything that the Metro was doing. Metro was working on the music for not only the soundtrack, but for the movie up until like the movie was released. Like wow, he was putting man. in like last minute songs and collaborating. Where, co- I love collaborating the rollout too, the artwork, yeah, on the way he was with different artists, yeah, how he was Spider Verse. Yeah, that shit was fire as fuck. And, and he took it so serious, and even when you listen to the, the soundtrack, like how he infuses. Um, a story throughout it. And it's the story of the movie, obviously, but he takes the clips and then he has these themes with the music. And the the original movie, the music was such a big character in the film. And I used to make the argument that what made Spider-Verse so amazing was how black the movie was in its subtlety. Yeah, It wasn't overt. Like a lot of, a lot of movies want you to know, here's a black guy doing black stuff and everything Miles did from wearing his Jordan 1s, to wearing his graffiti, to listening to Biggie, to doing stuff with his uncle. It was so subtly black and the nuance and the music was such a big part of it. And not only does the second movie uh, carry that legacy on, everything that Metro did with the music. uh, The way I heard the soundtrack in the first movie, I definitely remember, but like this time around watching it, I didn't really listen to the soundtrack or like pay attention to the soundtrack. I might have to, obviously I have to go watch it again for sure because it was good enough to watch again. Especially in theaters, so that's my plan. It was you could tell so much care was taken with it, um, and it's great, man. My favorite song, ironically, is the James Blake Hummingbird track on there, man. And um, what I want out of Metro, because he's been on a tear with not only his own album but with this, is I think he could just make a fire ass R and B album. I don't know who he needs to lock in with. Maybe it's just a whole James Blake project. I heard they talked about that, but the way he's he's doing things melodically and sonically i would love to hear an r&b album from metro he's worked with salons before too right yeah yeah so like the chops i mean he works with everybody yeah. yeah i mean he's yeah. worked with everybody but yeah i agree with, i agree with that oh uh, we got a shout out to see upstate new york mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying rochester new york's own but went on to uh you know really tap into the atlanta scene and now you know he got his album out there in the jour got 21 savage and future on that uh now <laughs> uh you got a money bag yo album or they call it a mixtape Money Bag Yo, a is project. It, it was called Project. Yeah, Lo, did you tap in on Money Bag Yo? Uh, yeah, yes and no. You know, I, you know, when when music drops, I like to play in the hookah spot. This- I didn't listen to the album yet, but I did hear or I watched a little bit of Angela's. Oh, dang. Anyways, Angela's um podcast with with Money Bag Yo. Uh, it was pretty good. I think I'm gonna head back to it and see what else he had to say. But I haven't listened to the whole thing. See how it sounds. The 
to see how people react to it. Um, no disrespect. It just sounds like just one long song for me. The whole project. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its moments, but like this money bag deal doesn't really catch my ear. Uh, like the last project. Yeah, like the last one. Okay. But, you know, y'all have your own ears. So and you put out. some ears on this? I did. Okay, so here's what I'll say. I had a, I had a similar feeling as low when I listened to it. Like, nothing really, really stood out. We're talking about Heart of Love, of course. But I, I respect what he was trying to do because right. it was really, um, he was trying to be introspective. And I think Moneybag's in a weird place. And I said this to him uh, last time I interviewed him. The last album was such a huge success that it took him from, uh, it took him into a different stratosphere. Like he's somebody that's been doing this music thing for quite a while, of course. So this one was going to, it had some big shoes to fill. I don't feel like it quite filled it, but I, I feel like what he tried to do was take a different aspect of his career and let people in on this newfound fame that he's had. Even like with the first track and him talking about people, you know, being more concerned about his relationship and the things that he's doing. So right. I appreciate the attempt. For me, it just didn't 100% land. The Moneybag Yo project, maybe that's why it's being called a mixtape or a project. Okay. Because it's kind of one of those, sometimes as artists evolve and try to figure out new sounds and and take the audience kind of into the next chapter of they, what they, they want to do. They label it differently. They, they, they either, they, they put out a bunch of stuff they've been sitting on for a while to kind of keep the fans engaged. Right. And or they put out a bunch of stuff they've been sitting on and then add in some new ideas and shit they're working on. So it's like they're testing, like, they're testing right, the like market to see if... Does this transition work? Right. Does this new... Uh, Does, do the fans work. like how I sound on this? Right, right, right. Do uh, am I gonna get this type of feedback where fans are kind of like, eh, we heard that already in. Do you uh, like do you like what I'm talking about? All of it. Yeah, all of yeah. it. All of it. Uh, and then last, we got last couple of items. Um, let's start with the Gunna Bread and Butter. I seen a lot of positive responses on that single. You know, the internet talked all that shit about not wanting to support Gunna. Is he a snitch? Is mm -hmm. he? Did, did Young Thug do this? Did da, 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 da. The song comes out and Gunner's on there popping some shit about. I seen a TikTok where they had like these rats that were, I don't know, the commercial for Kia, I guess, the hamsters. They said that whoever's watching that bread and butter who listening to that song from Gunna is basically a rat just like him. I don't know if Gunna's a rat. He's saying he's not. I don't know what's going on. That ain't my business. I don't know nothing. I don't know. That's just what it is. I feel like he would, I don't know. I don't think he would have done him dirty like that. He just got out on different charges or whatever. I don't know. About somebody. I don't know the yeah. whole inner workings because I'm a square and I sit on sidewalk. But just based on what the internets are speculating, it's getting at some some other folks. I, I, I saw speculation. You know, I'm not the biggest gossip mongler or whatever. Same, same like you, but I, I saw it was at Lil Baby. But then I saw Gunna get in the comments and say, that's Cap. It ain't about Lil Baby. All right, then. Who else could it be about? I don't know. Eddie, you got See, any perspective? See, Gunna's in a weird position because, you know, since this YSL case dropped, everyone kind of has their different opinions. And you, we know what hip-hop is. Hip-hop is the street. So a lot of apparently all of us are, uh, you know, court reporters, and we all have our opinions on what's going on with this case. I'm going to be the first one to say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's a snitch. I don't know what the paperwork says. According to Gunna in his song, he felt like the lawyers kind of got over on him. Um, I'm just interested in the music, bro. And yes, a, a lot of times I want the persona of my rapper to be close to what they're rapping about. And sometimes I just don't care. Like when someone- I have this person on me, I don't care about this situation. I, I wanted to go see the song or listen to the song, or watch the video, I mean. 
But like, I'm not that interested into, into it. So whatever's going on with them is whatever's going on. We're gonna put it. We're gonna come to Lotto right now. Put it on the floor. Their commentary on it and like our opinion about. It. Put it on the floor. Um, what is it again? Yeah, that's the remix. And, and we we'll get the it. truth. Uh, Lotto and Cardi B. All right. Uh, Lotto had a little viral moment. Put it on the floor. Just put it on the floor again. The remix. Yes. They performed it at Summer Jam the other night. Mm -hmm. Uh, in uh, New York City, right in Long Island. How was the um, response to it? Fire. It was crap. I mean, listen, while Cardi B hasn't dropped another album, let me tell you something. When she Her get on that stage, right she's oh, entertaining. Crazy. She's great on stage. People want to hear what she got to say, mm -hmm. uh, see what she got, you know, how she acting, all that. It was, it was a great moment. That's dope. The, the record, though, brings up a, a question that you had on social media. Oh, okay. Which is what happened to the remix? This is being called the remix, and it's being celebrated, and it's great. It's got a new verse, right. same beat, right. same song, added verse. Um, remixes weren't always that simple though back in the day. No, not at all, not at all. A lot more went in, a lot more thought and planning went in the remixes. A lot more you thought, seem frustrated yeah, by it. Yeah, I'm very frustrated. Um, a lot more planning <laughs> went into it. A lot more thought and care and preparation went into it. Now. You know, like you said, congratulations on this remix, you know, with Cardi and um, Lotto. But it's what I said. It's just the same beat with an added verse. And back in the day, and I hate to sound like the old dude, but back in the day, it was a new beat. It was several new artists. And it was long. You know what I mean? It was a new verse from the original artist. Then other verses came in. And the beat was completely different. But I guess to his point... You know, paying the producers, paying the you know the, the the feature fees. I guess all of that has become too much for these artists. People just forgot about. how to have fun. Right. I know. That's one of the biggest things think. missing in hip hop. Rappers don't rap for rap's sake, just to be like, if you're a certain tier of rap, to just remember, cats used to just, oh, this is a hot beat. I'm gonna just jump on it and just throw it out. Yeah. That don't even really happen no more. Well, that was more so the mixtape. That was. But, that was I mean. It don't even happen. But see, like, and it, it goes back to, to to rappers being lazy, rappers not wanting to waste verses because they're not gonna get paid for it. So it's like I'm not about to get up this fire ass verse over a beat that I'm not getting paid for, over a feature I'm not getting paid for, and not gonna get no radio space. Can we bring out the remixes we used to love though? There's so if many. If we can get it back to that, There's too many. There's so many. I, okay, look, first I'm, I'm going to start it. First of all, we I'm can just do Let me the hip-hop and R&B remixes. The Mary J. Blige Bad Boy remixes is a whole... So-so Def remixes. Rockefeller remixes. We could, we, could going, do, we could just do that. I'm going to I'm gonna start with the king of somebody just killing a remix. Hey, man, I know my man be in a lot of Fast and Furious movies, but Ludacris used to Ludacris, crush remixes. Ludacris. I mean, Damn made you remix. Look. He went crazy. Made you look remix. He went crazy. Yeah. The I'm so hood remix. He went oh, crazy. I forgot about I'm so like so. Andre three thousand. Like you would think Andre three thousand would be reserved, and he'd only get on the elite remix. He used to hop on, yeah. walk it out, yeah. and walk throw some out. D's yeah. on it, yeah. bro. He was making fun of the dudes in the walk it out song for having too big a t-shirts, bro. Yeah. The hottest verse. That's all it was who supposed can, to be. Like who's gonna have the hottest verse on this remix? And Mo, niggas was like, all right, let's do it. You guys remember Games One Blood Remix? No, Ooh, no, no, yeah, that went no, crazy. I know. This the song Why, was like an like hour. That? Why? It was what? It had twenty eight people on it. No, it was crazy. The, it was OD. It had twenty. Maybe that's what broke the remix, bro. 
Maybe that after that, that broke people, my fucking speakers. And after 20, that, people was like, you know what? It's remixing. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. What was twenty eight? What was the? What was the one with Buster missing in the work it? What was not work yeah. it? it no, nah, uh, it was uh, touch it. 50, touch it. Touch it. Touch it. Touch, touch it. Touch it remix was crazy. That had Mary. Yo, I'm gonna tell y'all what we ain't mentioned that Shorty Low They Know remix with Jeezy on it. That joint was crazy. That joint was crazy. <laughs> on stage with some with Annie. You right. know, tomorrow, tomorrow, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Is the remix. Also, speaking of uh, Ice Spice and the whole Summer Jam thing the other night, Cardi B comes out on stage with some with Annie. You right. know, tomorrow, tomorrow, mm -hmm. blah blah blah, and it goes into the Tomorrow Two record. Genius. But on the screen is an animated Annie with the red curly hair twerking. <laughs> right. Oh so God. the internet now thinks Cardi B was throwing shade at Ice Spice. But Cardi B and Ice Spice have a relationship. I mean, I mean, like I don't they're, know. They're, 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 I think they're cool. I don't. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. But it wasn't a diss. Like, there's no was no diss. It set up Cardi B's song. It's not like they had Annie looking whack. And the artist, I guess, or the the person who drew the animation jumped on the internet saying like that wasn't even the tie-in. But uh, you know, obviously, Nicki fans calling her a liar. I mean, the tie-in is there's a song yeah, in the Annie movie she, called. She's in Nicki's camp now, so I guess she picking sides. She ain't picking no sides. I'm saying people want her to pick a side. Um. It ain't that serious. Move on. Tomorrow. <laughs> ain't that right. serious. Cardi and Glorilla have a remix called Tomorrow 2. That's mm -hmm. right. Annie was the main character in the movie. That's right. So Annie's going to be twerking during the performance of the song. No, I get it. I'm just letting you know. It's, a, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting thing where you had Cardi come out saying it's not shade. The artist came out saying it's not shade. When we talked out, we've heard I Spice big up Cardi B before because they obviously both from the Bronx. But it's another example of the internet wanting there to be a problem, even though everyone else is saying ain't no problem. Uh, also, uh, last week on the show where I said Ice Spice didn't need to collaborate with uh, Taylor Swift. Swift, the Swifties was in their feelings. They what, was all on my said, timeline. What they said? You know, just calling me all type of names. Blah, blah, blah. And then I guess I'm out of touch because the internet say that Ice Spice reached out to Taylor Swift, not the other way around. Damn, Either Ice Spice way, got pulled like that? You want me to read a comment? <laughs> you can't. Nicola said, old man is out of touch. So be it. Ice Spice still didn't need Taylor Swift. Y'all could be mad if you want to be mad. Uh, Jay Relin said, FYI, dude, I'm pretty sure Ice Spice hit up Taylor Swift, not the other way around. Also, Nicki Minaj is 40. Not sure what the fuck that's doing anything. Taylor Swift oh, is no, 33. Just say it. You hate Taylor Swift. Ha, I don't ha, hate ha. Taylor Swift. Okay. I, don't, I did I don't, not know Taylor, Taylor was that old. That's not or, thing, but I just didn't think yeah, it was necessary. No, Yo, listen, man. Wrapping up rap life <laughs> this week, man. Make sure you add the playlist. This guy got out of control. On that playlist, a lot of joints off that Metro Boomin' Spider. Right, if you haven't gone and seen the Spider-Verse, wait. Yeah, it is Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, the movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you go see it. It was good. I watched the bootleg, so <laughs> like, I couldn't wait. I really wanted to go see it in theaters um, in 4DX. I, I think I'm going to end up going to do it. If it don't come back online or in like HD, it takes a long time to go to the movies.